And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 93 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey guys. Howdy. How's it going? It's going. We're here. I'm butthurt again. Yeah? Yeah. I shot my butt yesterday. Shot through the butt and you're to blame. You give migraines a bad name. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. How's your butt, Brian? My butt's <laughs> just fine. Mine too. Braggarts. Flat from sitting on it all week. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's getting pretty toned. There you go. Yeah. Pretty toned. Managed to work out before getting a shot in the butt. So that was probably the smartest yeah. idea yeah. ever that I've ever made in my life. You don't want to do leg presses after having a butt no. shot. No, you don't. No. No. Although, I bet that that uh, water massage table you were tweeting and Instagram Would probably about. hurt so bad after getting a shot in the butt. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, because I like the pressure to be on 10. Ooh. Oh. I like it to be on 11, but that's not a setting. So that's what Hawkman likes. <laughs> probably, because let me tell you what, when you don't remember that that's going to happen and it starts to massage your butt, you're like, oh, that's my poop shoot. Just like a friendly yep. sea lion. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. Or an unfriendly one for that matter. <laughs> well, it's all a function of consent, you see. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I didn't pay extra for the colonoscopy. Yeah. I didn't pay extra. Bonus content. Right. <laughs> but uh, I hear that sea lions enjoy eating polyps. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Gross. <laughs> and we're done with that one. Thanks. You make all the butt stuff weird on this show. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah. It's totally normal, natural thing. Alex makes all the butt stuff weird. That's a right. because there are, there are aquatic sea creatures that are polyps. Yeah, like... I know. Hey, hey, Jen. He does the weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we do the weird, weird stuff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> Deathstroke Annual, number one. Stuff. Oh, wait. No, no not yes. Deathstroke Annual. No, no, not this one, nope. anyway. Although we do learn that. Oh, well. Hmm. Let me tell you what. <laughs> Maybe there was, but Since they I, said not. I read, you know, I read a bit of this at first. Yeah. Um, and then I stopped reading, and then I picked it up again, and then I stopped again. It was... I do not enjoy any time that him and Tara is referenced ever. Yeah, I was simply say, because she's underage. Well, not anymore. Which she specifically she's points she's out. Emancipated. That's not No, no, no. She, she specifically says she's legal now. So. Because she's emancipated. No. She's an emancipated minor. That's what I, she is. I, I, she's no, not like now she's like 19, I no. thought. Yeah. No, the one who they talk about being emancipated is uh is Power Girl. Oh, yes. Okay. Tanya's all right. 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 Cool. Yeah. Yeah, all right. You're but right. But it, right. it does 
it does imply that, it's still to super answer creepy. the question from a couple of weeks ago, no, she was not legal when they right. hook up. Not cool, man. No, not cool. Like, if you must, you can wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just wait. So you're telling me Deathstroke did something bad? I know, right? <laughs> but I like Tara so much. Yeah. But then I didn't. <laughs> you can still like Tara. I don't think I can, though. She just likes older men. Right, but girl, you can wait. <laughs> girl, you can wait. <laughs> this episode brought to you by True Love Waits. <laughs> it doesn't have to be true love. You can still wait for it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so Destro, I did like how this was framed, though. I like with him and the uh, yeah. and the, the tribal police. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was like, whoa, when did this turn into Longmire? <laughs> Also, I feel like this is the weirdest issue to jump in because it is actually so, the last chapter of yeah. the story. Yeah, yes, yeah. You, it, can, you can't just pick this up on a on a. It did tie things together really well. Like I yeah. didn't, I wasn't questioning anything that has happened because they're all shitty people. No wonder it's ending right here. <laughs> no wonder it ends like this. Yeah, this is this is this is like the Breaking Bad of <laughs> <laughs> like you hate everybody by the end of this. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Except Wally. I don't. I didn't. Although Wally, Wally does do a dumb. I, I didn't like Wally that Wally to begin with, so that was okay. I do like that Wally, but he's all right. I guess. And I didn't. I didn't hate him in this. I thought well, he was fine. I thought I he was the most logical actually, fucking take, character yeah, in this thing. Back. There's one person that I'm okay with: Wintergreen. <laughs> yeah, I do like Wintergreen. He's funny as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and he calls Adeline out, doesn't he? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just go get a room. Come on. Yep. Bone down already. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much between him and Wally. I was like, no, these are my thoughts on this issue. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> just I'm... fucking do it already. And I'm a dip. I don't like any of this. I understand why Wally pieced out. Yeah, he does do a dumb. He does uh, maybe make an assumption that is not accurate, which I think sends us into spoiler town. It, 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 it I mean, it was. It, it oh, makes the. Well, the I mean, yeah. it's not yeah. not accurate. Well, let's go to spoilers because okay. this is. I enjoyed this issue. I did get mad about two thirds of the way through because I really did think they had fridged Tanya. Yeah. Well, she. Yeah. They haven't fridged her. No. no. Wally just thinks they have and yeah. disconnects he has, her body. He has reasons for thinking that, though. It's, from the right. He's not completely I mean, jumping sure. in conclusions. She's been in a bad yeah. place yeah. in this whole issue, at least. Um, so I yeah. get why he thought that. No, I do, but too. also, like, bro, you're not that important. Come on. No. <laughs> no. But also, if you I rejected you're... her and she killed herself. I know Wally hasn't been a superhero long. And I think I think that was the least of it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But if you're dealing with a super genius and you find them unconscious connected to a machine... That machine probably doing something good. Yeah, like, don't assume that machine is their suicide tool. But that... Something she created was supposed to be, like, the only way that she could die, right? He said she was the only one smart enough to create a way to kill Right, her. exactly. Right. So like, I'm not saying his motivations don't make sense. I'm just saying this is an important s- lesson for all you would-be superheroes out there. Stop jumping to there. conclusions. Maybe that machine a person's connected to you saying, Are you saying Wally shouldn't rush to conclusions? Uh, <laughs> um... And then there is the machine itself and what it is for. And this is why I told Jen to read at least the last yeah, two pages. Yeah, I could have read, like, the first two pages. <laughs> yeah, but the last two are yeah. uh, the actual thing. Yeah. So excited! I'm sorry, I'm very so, excited. Um, we see a character we haven't seen in a minute. 
like since New Fifty Two started, right? No, there was a very bad World's Finest. Oh book. right, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the one that put her where she was at, yeah. and right? she was in Earth Two for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's because she—that's when she left and gave right Tanya all her stuff, basically, yeah. right? It's just a, a decision that makes absolutely no sense to me. Well, she went whatsoever. back to literally rebuild a planet. From I get nothing. it. She but didn't think she'd ever return. She was going home. I finally. get it. But were you like deuces? I don't give a fuck what you do with my legacy. Come on. I mean, Pick your own name at that point. But I don't think it's an I don't give a fuck what you do so much as a I trust you to not fuck it up. Right. Why did she make that decision, though? Because giving a super smart teenager who doesn't have any kind of adults in her life to give her advice is a smart decision. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not the one. Well, hey, uh, the teenagers certainly think it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm going to I'm going to segue into something here. We were watching Riverdale. No. Oh. Getting caught up in Riverdale and the point I where I love Riverdale. The point where like Jughead is ousting um what's his name? Tallboy? Tallboy. Oh yeah. It's like, well, that's what you get for making teenagers full-fledged members of your organization, my dude. Yeah. Mhm. Duh, of course they're going to be like, no, we all vote with the teen. Yeah, yeah, the old guy can suck it. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> we know best. Right. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't hate Tanya as a character. No. I do hate her carrying on the mantle of Power Girl so much. You're generally not a fan, though, of new characters no, inheriting like, titles. Be Yourself is yeah. the only reason. Right. No, I know. I get, like, Kate Bishop... Um, I get Thor, I get that stuff, but I do not get this because it's not even like the same thing at all. They're not like in the any book way, where it happens, so other I can't than the fact that they're why. tech geniuses <laughs> and invulnerable. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So do do we want to actually? Did we? We've basically said who's back, Power Girl. Well, yeah, yeah, Karen Star yeah, is yeah, back. Yeah, like Karen Star, ish, Power Girl. Ish. They're they're together in the void now. <laughs> She's on her way. Yeah, yeah, I she have, definitely on the way. I have so much hope. For good, good Power Girl stuff. Yeah. Because I, I just, she's she's best. She's best character. Best character is best. So this, uh, but this this annual functionally ends. Ends the defiant defiant story. Team. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's not as though Slade will not be doing any super heroics as he is soon to join the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nice rusty impression there. <laughs> Flash annual number one. Brian and his not happy about news. <laughs> we'll Flash annual number one. I don't like change. Flash annual number one. Oh my god, speaking of change. Now see, this, no, this is good change. Speaking of yeah. beloved characters of Jin's returning. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You damn straight. I'm so excited. So this, base, th this 
the annual, the setup of this annual is basically Wally West, the one that will be specific, the one that returned with Rebirth. Ginger Wally. <laughs> Ginger Wally. Um, it's about him coming to terms with and being confronted by Flash and the other Wally that basically he's been nothing but the Flash. Like, he he hasn't yeah. reclaimed anything in his life. He supplemented his entire <laughs> life into his identity as the Flash and not actually grown or set up any sort of roots as a human being. Huh, imagine why I stopped reading the Flash. Um, and Titans. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so he take, he goes to kind of take, take a little bit of that back a little, kind of own that a little bit. And in doing so, he goes to visit one of his, uh, earliest childhood friends. So what, what, what the, what the logic to get there is, is he went to Linda and Linda didn't remember him. Right. And then Wouldn't got, a, and then got him. a little freaked out by him. Well, yeah. she didn't remember him and was freaked out by the idea right. of right. Right. being predestined to be together. Yeah. Which, f- fucking right, duh. Yeah. He's afraid to go to Iris because he doesn't know what he'll do if Iris can't remember him. Right. I get that. But he acknowledges there is one more person he could go to who he has enough of a connection with that she might remember him. And it mm-hmm. wouldn't be as devastating if she didn't as Iris would. Right. right. Arguably, and it might be more devastating that she does. Right. Yeah. Like, Certainly long term. And apparently he he is missing... Some memories. Yeah, we did find that out. Which is the only reason he thinks right. it's a good idea to go to this person. <laughs> yeah. Because, yes. boy, howdy, was it not? No. Well, Turns well, out maybe it was, but... It was a very selfish first. thing. It was, yeah, right. Which the issue gets into and it but, acknowledges. Right, and yes. like, he didn't, he didn't remember these bad things that had happened. So, we just say who he goes to, please, because okay, it's so Spoilers. Obvious. Spoilers. Who does he go to? Frankie! We get Frankie Kane. We get no some good No one's called Magenta. me Frankie since I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's my, she's my favorite Flash character, period, then and done. So Wally goes and talks to her, and basically she's like, yeah, I, I think I would remember you if you were part of my childhood. And it starts <laughs> to go away, and he says something about, you know, we used to play in the snow, da, da, and she's walking away, and she goes, wait a minute, I... Uh, like and then it all hits her at one he time. Used to make snow angels. Like, yeah, I used to tell you, I taught you how to make snow and she starts remembering this and then it takes oh, about one page before she goes and you, you did all these fucking shit to me and <laughs> turned like, me into magenta. <laughs> across three panels just yes. her hair goes from being blonde to a line of black just streaks right down. Yeah. Yep. It's like like lead through <laughs> yep. here. And, uh, yeah, and she loses her shit and attacks him. <laughs> you know, as you do. <laughs> and then, and this is the first chapter of Flash War, and Wally makes a strong showing as the better Flash by immediately realizing he's been a dipshit and apologizing. Right. Yes. And not simply storming around like an angry teenager like Barry's been. Hmm. Imagine. And, Imagine how and, that can help and yeah, work. Take, basically, he grabs her, takes her back to where that childhood was, where they used to play. And she kind of, she kind of calms down, calms down a bit. Right. Yeah. And goes basically back to right, goes back to Belong, <laughs> goes back to Frankie. And then they kind of have a conversation. And obviously she then goes and starts getting help. But basically by the end of it, she has said, okay, you know what? Yeah, there are all these horrible memories, but there's good memories too, and I'd rather know it than not know it. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. So at this point, at least, she's okay again and remembers Wally, and I think that's a good thing. Heck yeah. yeah. She's yeah. gonna go get get some help, and and I would love to see. I know it won't stick forever, but I would love to see 
her get to stick around as not a villain, but an actual supporting Fuck character yeah. who's there for him. Yes. That and and the times when she's a villain is funny and fun and interesting, but I love when she's a hero. Oh, and yeah. one more thing to point out. So much like, you know, they say you don't want to own a boat, you just want to have a friend that owns a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be Dick Grayson, but clearly you want to have Dick Grayson as a friend. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. You need a house, he'll just buy you a fucking apartment. No, no, no. he didn't do it. He didn't well, do it. Well, he stole back Wayne his credit card. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's not my fault Bruce leaves his credit card laying in the back cave. <laughs> I was like, man, such little brother. <laughs> yep. Such <laughs> little brother. Uh, good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm super excited about what this, uh, more than anything, what this sets up. And yeah. And, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, and a bunch of future to. cops are coming back to the past to arrest Iris for having <laughs> killed Thawne. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the Renegades. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited about that. That was pretty good. I was like... Commander Cold? Yeah. What? When did he become a commander? Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. And the Golden Guardian? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. I do love seeing them as cops. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, versions of them as Right, cops. as you say, not them, but ha, yes. Ha, 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 them. Yeah. Yes. JLA Doom Patrol number one. The first salvo, the opening battle of Milk Wars. <laughs> it's just so, like, even after having read it, it is still so gross. So gross. Milk Wars. No. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. Okay. Mufasa. This Mufasa. is, if, if I had to say, I would say this is more a Doom Patrol issue than it is. I, I understand yeah. just, but I mean the tone of it yeah. and kind of how. It is Doom Patrol featured JLA. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yes. Which works for me. Oh, I it think, works for me. Yeah. I mean, the weirdness oh, of the book, the sort of indescribability of the book is, I think, what makes it good. And the JLAA work as a a symbol of more staid, sort of conservative storytelling in a literal and symbolic way. And... You lost weird, <laughs> weird, pleasant Lobo is wonderful. the best. Oh my god! I, are you listening, Funko? Carl Lobo. Funko? Funko, are you listening? I need this Lobo, and I'm pretty sure that everyone in the world does too. Yes. All right, so Get if you want, on it. if you want to know what this Lobo looks like and who, he, who what his act, what his uh, kind of persona is, he is father from Codenames Kids yeah. Next Door. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it is so wonderful. He is fucked up, Mister Rogers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> with the pipe and everything. Yeah, it's great. instead of the cigar, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so wonderful. I love it. Love it. Milk Wars. Milk Wars. I don't love that. Man, and then they had to go and make it like even worse by having that thing that they called Grandmother. That's not cool. And that's so fucking mad. It's just like a big alien utter thing. And that's so gross. It's so Doom Patrol, though. It's yeah. so yeah. utterly bizarre. And then, and, then who, and then who shows up? Milk Mad Man. No, well, Milk Man is there. That's who they go to. But then, who shows up to uh, to help him out and stop the Doom Patrol from messing stuff up? Is it the Justice League of America? <laughs> no. no, it's the Community League of Rhode Island. <laughs> because this all takes place in Happy Harbor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's the JLA, but they are they are the town watch. Basically, they're I the want yes to cosplay so the Community great. League of Rhode Island. So fucking bad. Oh, that now. would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be, be pretty amazing. Yes. 
Mm. Get your milkman man. Get your. Uh... We, could, we could do without the milkman man though. Because... <laughs> milkman man is wonderful. He is. Wonderful. You can't have milk wars without milkman. It's man. true. That's right. It's very true. He was pretty damn good too, though. I do think my favorite part of this, Lobo notwithstanding, <laughs> is the Killer Frost Casey Brinks stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. Just this idea that both of them are defi are. are Fighting being defined by everyone else's expectations of them. And... Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I I can't wait for the second part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, do we want to call spoilers and talk about how this ties into what's going on in Doom Patrol right now? Uh, we can. Yeah. So spoilers. Milkman Man is Casey Brinks' son. Yeah. With Terry Nunn. Potentially. I mean, no. I, think, I think yes, but like it doesn't I, come out in direct. Like it's she not really says any it, question, but maybe. yeah, yeah. Well, he talks about being born, <clears throat> being mm -hmm. born nothing, and literally Terry Nunn gives birth to nothing. Right. In the right. Last issue of Doom Patrol. Yeah. I don't think it. I mean, I think it's easy. And because he's yeah. nothing, he can have this template of Superman applied to him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then the other thing I loved was that the whole. Uh, the whole everything is art with all the old covers yeah. flying around. The, all the Jane bit was just beautiful and wonderful and amazing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Jane is still a wonderful, wonderful character. Yeah. Such a good book. And we have the two-page introduction back up of Eternity, Eternity Girl. Girl. Yeah, it was Girl. really cool. I don't... Like, I avoided the preview because I just wanted to read the thing. Yeah. I don't. I didn't realize that it was going to be this old style art. Yeah, it's beautiful, and I love oh, yeah. it. And like the page has like a coffee cup stain. Uh -huh. It's so cool. It's really good. I like it. And I assume this is the origin of how she gets her powers. Like that's yeah, I mean, certainly yeah. looks that way. Pretty yeah. clearly, yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm guessing, and and it's going to obviously move way forward at some point, right? Based on based on what we know about right. what the story is. My yeah. guess is what we're going to see is like snapshots of different points in comics history. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And this is her origin. Yes. Yeah. Only Wolverine number thirty. Yeah. A book that we're just going to sit here and quote at you for five minutes. Probably, because it was <laughs> well, full of them and so good. Speaking of quotes, he's got my quote of the week. Cool. Brian's nope. 20 quotes of the week. <laughs> quote, quote. Everyone quotes this book this week. Yeah, no kidding. So, of course, as always, Gabby gets the best lines. <laughs> so, so um, the way they found this was... Um, Hmm. I... <sighs> <laughs> Brian's got to collect himself for the I, I, amount I, of quotes in this book. Become <laughs> one with the comic. So, so, oh. so, and last issue, Docking came up with this plan for how they could how they could find this group, the Orphans of X. And uh, so, so they get there and they bring him out. So uh, Docking looks at her and he goes, "So, Honey Badger, the plan worked." Yes, your plan to cut yourself open, insert a phone, and let yourself be killed and used as a live tracking piece of meat worked. But I'd like to point out, it was a stupid-ass plan. <laughs> so I want to say that it was a stupid-ass plan, but only because he didn't put the phone in a Ziploc bag first. I don't know how that phone kept working. Unless it's like a truly waterproof phone, which it could be. Yeah, well, but I'm I mean, sure there's a, that it's there's a lot of your body that doesn't have... Something. There's a lot of your body cavity that's just empty. There's nothing... 
He put it under the skin of his chest. There's, like, blood in there. There's blood. There's blood everywhere. No, there's not blood everywhere. Well, that's true, but I'm sure that the phone got blood on it. Okay. I'm just saying. And also, I'm glad it was fully charged. (laughs) Yeah, right. I know. (laughs) My question is, well, he doesn't, does, does Dokken, Dokken has adamantium in him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. What does adamantium do to your reception? Like, if you stuck it in your oh, chest no, no, inside your like ribcage, would it work like a Faraday cage? cage? Yeah. Or is it like an antenna? It oh, amplifies. Hmm. Mm. I think I'm going to have to do a research mm. paper on... Vibranium would almost definitely block the it, You would yes. have to think, because it yeah. absorbs all kinds yeah, of... Right? Yeah, that's the whole point of it. But adamantium, that's a... Do we know how conductive adamantium is? I feel like we do. We know um, it's magnetic. Yeah. Hmm... I would, I'm betting it is. Like, something yeah. tells me that at some point. I'm going to need to see them get electrocuted to yeah. find out, yeah. truly. I know that we have before, like, I can't think of a specific instance, I can't but either. I know it's happened. Yeah. If it hasn't, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm... surely Storm has been pissed at Wolverine. Oh, and yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. Lightning bolted his damn claws, right? And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Conductivity. Ugh, now I can't get the image of them kissing out of my head. <laughs> Electrified. No, <laughs> it's better than the image of him shaving her head. It is so. So, well, wait. Are you are you telling me there's sparks between them? <laughs> there were. I personally me out. I personally thought that relationship was nice and grounded. <laughs> See, I just don't like. I like both of them so good individually, but the thought of them together makes me go, "That is a bad bake, Mary." I just don't understand your resistance to this. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it was Shosaki. It was like a bolt out of the blue. <laughs> uh, she does more than just fucking lightning, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, she also gets very uncomfortable in tight spaces. <laughs> oh, this book is, is so good. <laughs> it is. It's it's pretty wonderful. Uh, the, um, <laughs> the other the other being the other thing that I really like is when she takes her shield and throws it after the guy running away. Gabby fangirls so hard. That goes, panel. Oh man, you're Captain America. And her <laughs> eyes are like little hearts. The joy in her face in oh. that panel with the like splash anime background <laughs> yes. of just stars and stripes yes. behind it was and, and they and yeah. they give it they give it the captain america the sprang captain yeah. america yeah. shield sound effect it's there's pretty, some good sound effects wonderful. work in this issue <laughs> yes. oh yeah there's also a panel where all of the wolverines snicked except lady deathstrike yeah uh, and uh, uh, like, uh creed because oh, he, he, he makes no sound whatsoever well, right. no. Right. <laughs> if a yeah, she gets like a shrang and he gets nothing and there's nobody there to hear it does he make a snicked <laughs> no because he doesn't snicked he might snicked at night <laughs> he might oh that sounds really dangerous but i feel like you made that gross i don't know why apparently because um, i said it apparently it's bully <laughs> alex day or just don't make things gross alex come on i don't even try it just happens <laughs> could just be my brain yeah but i doubt it no it's not <laughs> invincible iron man no the best part of this book is when they're all in the crowd Okay. Do we fine. need to go spoilers? Because I want to tell that part. Okay. Spoilers. All right. We're going back to Invincible Wolverine. They're all on crowd. Spoilers. All new. She's all new. She's not invincible. Isn't I mean, she, she is invincible, but <laughs> <laughs> not with a Muramasa blade in her. 
Unless there's other people around. You take but with it that Muramasa she... armor now. Mm. Yeah. You take it. Invincible fucking there. armor. So cool. anyway. Take it out. She Claire Bennett's right back to life. It's true. The, <laughs> yeah. 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 The best part of this book is to me. Obviously not to Brian or Nelly because they like other parts. Um, is when they're all in the crowd and she's trying to convince them that you know we're on the same side. I'm I'm a victim too. We all have been fucked by this this thing that has happened to us all. I got a fucking and you got a fucking and she got a fucking. <laughs> Everybody gets a fucking. Yeah, that's the world. That's how the world works. Um, but she's like, trust me, I'm not the monster you think I am. None of us are. Because if we were. You'd all be dead right now. And yes. then everybody in the crowd, all the uh, all the Whippinex kids and, and people schnicked all around everyone. You're like, oh, oh, that would have been so good. But also, yeah, this is a badass moment. <laughs> yeah. yep. ooh, ooh, it's chilly. It also does the thing that Tom Taylor does so, so well. And ties this back to early yeah. X-23 stories. Like, this goes back to the first origin miniseries that she was in. And a little bit, a little bit back to the Nick stuff that with she did. With Sutter. In. But with Sutter mm-hmm. and that moment that was a major moment in that story and in her whole life and it coming back to snicked her in the ass. <laughs> it did really snick her in the ass, didn't it? I love when they do that. When they, they, they all, you know, all of the, they all snicked. And then the next, the next panel shows the crowd and there's like these open circles where like <laughs> everybody's like, no, immediately no, 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 back no, no. away. Everybody moves away from them there yes. on the group W bench. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty wonderful. This is a great, God, this book is so good. It is so good. It is. Yes. And if you end it, Marvel, we'll come for you. <laughs> Wait, wait. (laughs) And who do we get next month? A little looking forward. Deadpool. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have some Deadpool Gabby in the same book. The greatest kisser in the Marvel Universe. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently so. But also me. Yeah. Invincible Iron Man. For real now, can I move on? Yes, we can move on. Invincible Iron Man, number 596. Later, when you complain about the runtime of this episode, I'm going to remind you of this moment. Yeah, when I did did the thing. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Tony Stark. Where is he? We know now. Okay, how how awesome is Riri though? Very awesome. Incredibly. Like I love every bit of her. Like everybody's like, no, you need to fight for what you're doing, fight for your stuff, and you know your position. She's like, if I do that, this whole community is going to get trashed. Right. It's not um, worth I'm, it. It's not worth it's it. Not worth yeah. Also, a backup. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't you worry. Yeah. I'll redo it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, she's kind of my hero. She's like pretty teenage wonderful. me would have been like heart shaped eyeballs. <gasps> I love her. Just and, like Gabby. And yeah. Vic- and Victor proves he's a badass once again. Fuck As yeah. Always. Jesus Christ. But oh man, this is gonna have repercussions for him. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Heroes don't kill, man, don't you know? Haven't you read? Maybe he went to the uh He went to the bad place. Well, I was going to say maybe he went to the uh, <laughs> Wally West School of Superheroing, which you don't actually know all the things you should know about what a superhero does. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Um, yeah, it was really good. I, I mean, he was under some sort of influence of a thing, yeah, a little yeah. bit, little if not bit. totally, then a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then we get, uh, and then we get Tony, Tony having a nice conversation with his dad. Yeah, that was really good. It was. A little heartbreaking. Kind of. Yeah. But but I got both perspectives. 
They were both really good. Like, and why it, didn't you tell me I'm adopted? It didn't seem to matter to me because you're my kid. Right. Like, you, you, you there's no bad guy in that conversation. Right, really. exactly. It's, yeah, you feel no from one's both wrong sides. there. Yeah. yeah. And it's all in his head anyway, so it's a coming to terms. <laughs> right. He is both him and his dad. Yeah. Yes. And still calling for Rhodey. <laughs> oh. And then, I, I do have to say, at this point, I think I would totally read a book that was just AI Tony Stark and Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. It would have to be like a buddy cop, though. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was an Avengers AI book a couple of years ago. They could re- bring that idea Fuck back. Fuck, yeah. There you go. That'd be great. But those those two book. are wonderful. Yeah. Phoenix Resurrection number five. The last of this yes. uh, story. So, uh, get, gee, guess who's back? Um, <laughs> back again? Uh, is it Backstreet? Nope, you're wrong. Is it Shady? No, it's Cyclops. It, so it is Shady. <laughs> so, he's a little Shady. He's got those red shades. He does. <laughs> he does. I Actually, he doesn't be... have the he doesn't no, have the red shades. He's this. got the red X. <laughs> Wait, mm. he's cosplaying as Red X. <laughs> he is. He's cosplaying as Red X. Huh. I want I want him to be good. <laughs> That's why they could never identify Red X in the DC universe. Turns out it's really <laughs> Scott Summers. <laughs> you know what? Though, if they did a new. If they did a new X-Men cartoon, mm-hmm. they could totally get Scott Minville to voice him, and that would actually work really, really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, now that's... I need a new X-Men co- or cartoon. Yeah. That's Dang. totally what I would do, by the way, just to mess with people, is hire the entire Teen Titans voice cast to voice the Fuck X-Men. yes. That would, that would mess people up. <laughs> It'd be great, though. So good. Uh... <laughs> Teen X-Men. So here's why I wanted to talk about this issue. Okay. Two two things, basically. One is this moment is very clearly, I mean, obviously, just narratively, like the return of Phoenix is the thing that Phoenix Resurrection is built toward. Sure. But the way it happens is, I think, pretty clearly the thing that Rosenberg had in his head and then sort of backed into in the storytelling. Because the moment... Gene says, no, I've had enough of this. And basically breaks up with the spoilers. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah. Basically breaks up with the Phoenix Force like she would a toxic boyfriend. (laughs) I mean, she kind of does. Yeah, That's exactly what it's written like. It just sort of fizzles away in her hand. She's not the Phoenix after this. She's just Gene. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a little misleading because Phoenix is not resurrected. It's just Jean Grey. Well, it is. It just is leaving her the fuck alone. Right. I mean, well, it, it's never been dead. The Phoenix Force has mm, never been dead. False. Well. False. <laughs> it was wiped out of existence in Avengers vs. X-Men by Hope and... Uh, was it Hope and the Scarlet Witch? It was Hope and the Scarlet Witch. Okay. So, Incorrect. And then it came back in Thanos when right. Thanos tricked Thane and Star Fox and Nebula into hatching an egg. Much like Horton. <laughs> <laughs> Horton hatches a phoenix? Yes. Now I need... I would read I, that. I need the phoenix force going up to Thanos. Are you my mummy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Mommy. Sorry. I'm, I Dr. Who'd that. You, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Mummy. I mean... Mommy. 
why the phoenix is wearing a sandman mask nobody really knows <laughs> but it works it works uh anyway i like this this separation of phoenix and gene yes like i was already super excited for x-men red with gene leading a team but i like the idea that it is just gene and gene getting to figure out who she is um well, sort of the, the 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 climax of this issue is gene basically making the argument in keeping me alive all this time and not letting me or my friends die, you're taking away any stakes of living, so what's the point? Right. Yep. And that, I think, is such a clear guiding idea for the character that it makes sense to bring her back with such a specific focus goal kind of, and yeah. focus. And I can't not use a hoity-toity French word. I blame my high school history teacher raison d'etre uh essentially reason for existence yeah yeah, yeah. so but it sounds better i know it does <laughs> i don't disagree with you. Yeah. <sighs> um i so here's it so when she comes back when she leads this x-men right is she gonna be what's her what's her code name gonna be i assume she'll i think she's just i mean she's kind of just gene i know she was marvel girl early on but just gene anyone like jj just gene. <laughs> i feel like anyone my age or younger is going to know her either as phoenix or just gene gray okay because in the x-men cartoon she was in the title sequence as just gene gray mm -hmm. she didn't have a code name of that okay and i assume that anyone my age or younger is going to go to that as sort of the platonic ideal of gene Probably. I mean, she's been I'm, dead I'm, most of that time in the comics. I'm pre-Dark so. right. pre Phoenix. That's mine. Yeah. 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 But, so, I mean, copyright stuff pretty much stops her from being called Marvel Woman because of the whole Miracle Man, Miracle Woman thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Captain Marvel and all that, so. Yeah. And I in the movie, she's just Jean Grey. Yeah. Just Jean. Just Jean. Just Jean. Jean! Uh, but no, I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm kind of excited about yeah, this. I like it. Uh, I also love Logan and the diner. Just like it's none of it's real, so I'm just going to slash this waitress's neck and get this over with. Rip the bandage right off. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I read this book? I don't know. You fell asleep, I guess. I did do that. I was up very early yesterday. Yeah. All right. Tales of Suspense. Yeah. Speaking of buddy cop movies, <laughs> buddy Fuck, cop books. Yeah. I need this to become an ongoing. Yes. I need Matthew Rosenberg to write these two characters together forever. Hawkeye and Winter Soldier. They don't realize that minus the snark on Winter Soldier's point, although he does have a fair amount of snark. Yeah. They are the same person. They are completely the same. <laughs> oh my god. They're just in different types of denial. Yeah. Watch them go. I hate that guy. Fuck, I love that guy. But fuck, I hate that guy. But fuck, I love that guy. God damn it, I hate him, though. Is just so hilarious. We've all been yeah. there, too. We've all gone, man, that motherfucker. I'm mad props, well, though. It's the, it's the <laughs> being in a room with a person who you feel obligated, for whatever reason, socially, not to like, but then right. liking that person. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, that's exactly like, it. And, and a, a little bit hating yourself for liking them. Yeah. 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 I'm not supposed but to you, like this motherfucker. I'm not supposed to like my XSX. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. But uh, we, get, we get an explanation from Winter Soldier on how to survive an explosion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and? From, from Winter Soldier's point of view and Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> if you're Winter Soldier, you have to have, you know, you have to have... Split at split second timing, and you have to do all this, da, da, da. and, and, and you have to have a little bit of luck, luck. <laughs> and you have to have a and you have to have luck, but nobody can survive on just luck alone. Except <laughs> and Hawkeye. then Hawkeye falls on top of him. <laughs> except this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was real damn funny. It was like I did not expect Bucky to be as funny. When it became Bucky's turn. To yeah. But he, and here's the thing. All of but his are it. internals, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Clint's, Clint is, like, just saying it right yeah, now. Yeah, and that's the thing is that, like, Clint is the open mouth, insert foot guy. Yes. <laughs> and Bucky's the one who thinks about it and then goes, oh, oh, right. Yep. <laughs> oh, are we not doing this one stealth? I guess we should have talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> but that was Hawkeye. I know. That was I know. so good. And he's wearing like the dumb Hawkeye stealth suit. Like, he's yes. even dressed for stealth. Yes. yes. And Bucky's just like, smash the fucking window. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives him, what is this sandwich? I bet this is what man thing tastes like. It's Herka. <laughs> well, it's a man witch. It's a man witch. <laughs> it's a man thing witch. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. I w- I'm not a huge, huge fan of the art on this book. I think that it's a little... A little too cartoony for me, but that look on his face when he's like, "Ugh, yeah. tastes like man thing." Yeah, that's the best face anybody's ever made. And like well, little moments too with the the whole sandwich thing. Hawk is like, "I bet you five bucks I can hit that guy," and he throws the sandwich. And like two pages later, as they're leaving. Bucky makes the same shot. Yeah. Just yeah. doesn't say a word. Doesn't say anything. Hawkeye's already shot. been like, you owe me five bucks. doesn't yep, matter. Yep. You didn't agree to it. It doesn't matter. Yep. Well, I, I do love how self-actualized Hawkeye is, though. Because mm-hmm. he's like, you know, oh, I'm doing this for this. Re-, like Winter Soldier gives him this long explanation. To, he's like, why are you doing that? Eh, mostly for attention. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, hey, there you go. But also, like, it's not a completely true statement because he is so damaged. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It is something that, uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yep. Make it an ongoing Marvel. Come on. Please. So, so good. So, we have one more book. A book that is not out yet. Yeah. um, That we got a preview copy of. And wanted to tell you about now, because final order cutoffs for this, I believe, are Monday the 19th. So, Mm -hmm. a week after the day that this drops. Sorry, Monday the 12th. A week after when this drops. And uh, you have time. You've got a whole week if you're interested in it to go tell your comic shop, hey, please order me a copy of this. Because I suspect probably they won't order tons of shelf copies. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think, like especially, especially smaller shops probably wouldn't have a bunch of extra copies. So if you are interested in this, go ask for it. It helps make sure more copies get printed and all that. So mm-hmm. uh, there was a quick PSA on Final order cutoffs. Hey, Jen. <laughs> yeah, so let's we... Let's talk about Prism Stalker. Yeah, we got we got preview copies of Prism Stalker. Um, it It is just as weird as the as the solicitation makes yeah. it out to be. And this is one we talked about last month in yeah. the March solicitations. Yep. Uh, how was it described in that? As Sailor Moon meets... <laughs> um, it, hold on. 
I've got it right here somewhere. Cronenberg. Yeah, David Sailor Cronenberg. Moon is Cronenberg. Yeah, and I would almost say that that's pretty fucking accurate, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was really odd. Um, this is from Sloane Leong. She's writing and drawing, and the art is this really sketchy, weird, goopy almost. Yeah, like it's got this. Everything looks sort of like sticky. internal it organs. All sticky. It, it all looks. I'm going to say this, and yeah. it's going to get a no, reaction from no, Jim. No, 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 no. But it's it's accurate, and she can't tell me it's not. It all looks kind of moist. Mm-hmm. He's I done. said it. Okay, good. I said moist. <laughs> Great. I won't eat today. Thanks. <laughs> Everything's going to taste like a man thing. So gross. Oh, I don't even know why you'd do that. Yeah, anyway, this book looks sticky and wet and damp. Yes. You can never say that word again, and it would be great. Uh, and don't at me. Don't at me saying that word. It's not cool, because um, it really is a disgusting thing for me. But this book was also disgusting and yeah. great. Um, but in a perfect it, way. Like this is Yeah, not a- it's this prison colony, and they're, they're the people in this colony have to harvest these eggs, right? And they have to sing to them in order to harvest them. It's very cool and very interesting. And, I don't know, very pretty. Yes, like, for all of the sort of gross, drippy, organic... (laughs) Yeah. uh, 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 Like, line work, the the actual bio-architecture of the thing... Yeah. Um... Like pulsing organs, everything's built out of. Yeah, and the pods that they sleep in. Yeah, grow over them. For Ugh. all of that, it has this like beautiful neon. Yeah, the colors color really like it. It is an uncomfortable thing to look at, but then they add all these beautiful, flowing neon galactic colors, and it's just so pretty that you can't look away. Yeah, like you're uncomfortable and you're in awe at the same time. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. So, so don't do go tell yeah your comic book store to if, order this book. If you like weird sci-fi, if you like sort of creepy design and cool world building, I would say if you like games, video games like No Man's Sky, the creatures in this book to me they look like they are directly um, inspired by the creatures on No Man's Sky. Just kind of that um, almost amorphous kind of well, it's oddly like pieced together. A, yeah, a bunch of yeah. patchwork animals put together. Yeah. Yeah, and pieces of them, not the whole thing. Right. Yeah, like it's the, very like, good. Like things that would get created out of the old Spore game, Inse- right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Insectoid, crittering, like skittering, bleh-ness, but but huge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Someone listening to this has the weirdest boner. They do. <laughs> they do. It's me. Um, <laughs> it's not it's not me because Alex said that word and I'll never be turned on again. Thanks, Alex. You're welcome. <laughs> um Yeah, go get this book. Tell your yes. comic store to get this book. Alright. It's very good. Do it. Do it, do it. Do it. Oh, hey, you know, we were searching for Cronenberg's name, and I realized that I did copy the whole solicitation. Way to use those notes, Alex. Good job. Great. Good, I don't great. normally do that, because this is only the second time we've gotten review copy of stuff. So there you go. I'm, you know, I'm adapting and forgetting that I've adapted. Solicitation time. Oh, are we doing that now? Yay. Yeah. In between? 
Yeah, why not? Let's mix it up. In between. We're not doing the, is it still good? Still? Oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Let's, just, fuck Let's it. mix it up. Fuck it. Okay. Fuck yeah, it. That's fine. Call attention to it. I like it. Damn it, Brian. Just for that, you have to go first. <laughs> Tell me about her infernal descent, number one. Well, you're going to have to let me call up. You didn't tell me we were doing it now, so... Well, look, maybe some of us had scrolled so far down in our notes and were distracted by solicitation texts for Prism Stalker that we just kept going and forgot that we hadn't done it. Is it still good? Maybe. That's what it is, Brian. <laughs> maybe we were just going to roll with it and realized it and went on. And yeah. Maybe now I'm just vamping for time so we can get and, your damn and, notes and maybe I was And maybe I was bullying Alex. <laughs> maybe I deserve it for saying that word. Yes, you do. Maybe you do. You do. All right. Well, what what are you asking me about? What's the first one? Her Infernal Descent. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, this is this is a new book from Aftershock, and this is essentially um, this is going to be from uh, Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson. Uh, art's going to be Kyle Charles, and this is essentially a modern day retelling of uh, Inferno, Dante's Inferno. Cool. cool. Yeah. It's always fun when those happen. I know, right? Yeah. I, I mean, Dante's Dante's the Inferno. Uh, Purgatorio Paradisio. I like. I love. I love that story. That yeah. as that, a that side thought. note, do you realize how long, how many issues into Secret Warriors it took me to realize that Inferno's real name was Dante and that that was oh really? This I could never remember the guy. Dante name. Like, is Inferno. Inferno. Whatever. I'm like, oh, it Dante. <laughs> Inf- I get it. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Yeah. Aww, Alex. Um, and this is this is just a five part story so it's it's gonna be five and done um, cool. but yeah i'm should be I'm three and done to, boom yeah. <laughs> i get it i get it. well this this is just inferno it's not the three parts okay, anyway so, so right, well. yeah maybe it'll become a trilogy maybe it will be <laughs> two more who knows <laughs> yeah, right. all right i've got on my list neil gaiman's a study in emerald hardcover from mm-hmm. dark horse uh this is here for I don't necessarily do a lot of comic adaptations of short stories because I know they've done a bunch of game and stuff. I don't grab all of them, but when I do, it's usually a function of who the artist is on it. And in this case, it's Raphael Albuquerque, whose stuff is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, Also, because this story is not just the Sherlock Holmes story, it sounds like from the title, A Study in Mm -hmm. Emerald, it is Sherlock Holmes investigating a Lovecraftian Cthulhu mystery. Nuts. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, just backlogged you. Thanks. Thanks for that, Alex. And now Jen adds something else to her book yep. list. <laughs> yep. There we go. Um, I, I, just all the acid, all the acid that Sherlock is going to drop in this, or opium. <laughs> I think it's opium. Opium yeah. is his, yeah. Yeah. Um,. Jen. Yeah. Tell me. I mean, tell Brian, because I also had this on my list and he didn't. So tell Brian. Tell me. About Skyward. Yeah. So issue one is called, it, it's a story by Joe Henderson. And the art, I have to say that the original reason that I put this on my list was because I thought the artist's name was Lee Garrett. And I was like, oh, I have a cousin named Lee Garrett. That's so funny. It's not the no, same. But he's it's a good garbage. artist. It's garbage. It's garbage. Garbage. Yeah. He's worked on Lucifer. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, like uh, I've Loki seen Journey his work. I just my brain went derp. Um, it got on my list because of yeah, him too. But yeah. for the correct reason. For the yeah <laughs> yeah. After I realized who it was, I was like, oh no yeah, no, it was still good. It's still good. Um, haha. So what's Skyward? 
So Skyward, it's about uh, the Earth loses gravity. Uh, Not all of it, but most of it. Um, And it's about this kid who's grown up in that low G and how the world is awesome to her and all this other stuff. That's going to have such good, good art. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what, if there's going to be like a mystery or a big scary thing. I saw the creator's names and actually just put it on my list without reading the solicitation. Yeah. That was... Well, it doesn't... Even in the solicitation, there's not really a big big thing about it. Um, Other than... There's something about somebody wants Someone, to bring gravity back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bringing people down. Exactly. So why would you do that? It's so cool. I would love to jump around, but if you jump too far, you will die. Yeah, you you might float as well off jump. the earth and die. No. <laughs> yeah. It looks exciting and fun. It looks yes. very fun. It cool. Does. All right, Brian. Yeah. Black Hammer, Age of Doom, <laughs> number, one. number one. So this is the reboot. This is the uh, this is the continuing, I guess, m- kind of main yeah, story. The next volume, right? The next volume of Black Hammer, mm-hmm. um, where his daughter takes the mantle and where it goes from there. Mm-hmm. Um, Around the fireplace. Yeah. So and, and Over. imagine Over that thing's gonna get a little crazy. So it seems like kind of what's going on. If I had to guess, with the, it seems like kind of he's got the main storyline running, and then he'll do these extra, like you know he did uh, um, Sherlock Frankenstein, and yeah. so he's gonna keep a couple of these. It looks like in the air at one time, yeah. Um, and this is the main story continuing, and you know, like this universe is just so wonderful. You, I can't wait for more yeah. of the main yeah. story. Read, 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 read. Uh, I don't think I've ever talked about Resident Alien on the show. I know I wrote about it a couple of times on Clearing the Backlog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the fifth Resident Alien miniseries. Resident Alien, an alien in New York, number one. Um, I'm just going to pitch you on the general idea of what Resident Alien is. Because that's You may have relevant. mentioned it once, but it, so it was a long time ago. Uh, it is set in the Pacific Northwest... In this small town, and the doctor is the doctor turn and this the only doctor in this town turns up dead. So they go to this sort of solitary man who lives on a lake and just wants to be left alone. Comes into town once a week for groceries, whatever. Who they've all been told, who he's told the few people he's talked to that he's a doctor. He does research, all that jazz. So they come to him trying to get a bead on cause of death for the doctor. Also, he is a Martian. <laughs> As you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harry is a Martian. And that's that's the whole thing there. Is it's this just sort of sleepy, it's like small town detective stories. It's got this noir vibe to it, the whole series does. Each miniseries is a contained mystery. Uh, but that's sort of the, the weird hook is it's in this weird, it's the town would be normal, except their doctor is an actual Martian who no one can see for, because he, he can project. This sounds so like something that would get picked up as a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would watch this as like a, I mean, it almost sounds like a Haven type show or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like run it on the sci-fi network yeah. or, or, uh, USA in the early two thousands would have absolutely picked this up. I feel like USA would do it now. Mm-hmm. It would just be darker and grittier. 
Yeah, it doesn't need to be that. It needs it's <laughs> A and E maybe. More monk than than Twin Peaks. Yeah. 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 Or and yeah, MC. Yeah. Uh Jin. Yeah. Tell me about Rock Candy Mountain Volume. Yeah, I was about to say, come on, your suspense is killing me. Um so if you haven't been reading Rock Candy Mountain, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah, <laughs> this this book is so good. Um, but this is the this is it. This is the conclusion. This is the end of it. So you have two volumes. That's it. Um, and and this one is the big conclusion with with the hobo mafia and the G man or the feds or whatever and the literal fucking devil. So you get to see big and. I am so excited because next week is the last issue, but I'm also devastated. Well, no, this week, week. It's this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to it, if you're listening to us as this episode comes out, this week is the last issue. Go get this fucking book. It's so good. Do I need to tap on my thing anymore? No, please okay. don't. Um, <laughs> and the first volume of this is already out in trade, so if you haven't started, you can start at the beginning and not with the last issue. Yes. Yeah. Preferably do that. Yeah. Um, don't, don't pull a gin in the good place. No. Mm-hmm. No, don't do that. But yeah, go get this book. Yes. It's so good. Hobos. Hobos are wonderful. Hobo Mafia. I do I do love the sound of Hobo Mafia. <laughs> the Hobo Mafia is a little terrifying and also very hilarious. All right, Brian. Mm-hmm. I am not familiar with this book. I may be pronouncing the title wrong. Oh. It's Action. Action Comics? Yeah, that's it. No, this is stupid. Oh, it's Action Comics number one thousand, guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're putting the thousandth issue of a book in the segment about new books. I just like like I want all those people who live under a rock but listen to our podcast to know. <laughs> I, I'm you're not alone because I'm we also live under rocks and listen to our own podcast. <laughs> I'm definitely interested in comic books. But I've never heard of Superman. <laughs> what is the podcast for me? I well, my friend, I need you have fear found not. It. Fear not. I need to meet this person though, <laughs> so I can go. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, you know, Superman. You know, Superman. You know. Super, like, how do I describe super? He's a man who's super. It's Superman. So wait, he's literally like, the entire U.S. history from the fucking forties to now. So wait, he's Superman. Like, he's like Apollo, but more wholesome. <laughs> Please, I need that person in my life who does not know who Superman is, but knows who fucking Apollo is. <laughs> you know what? I guarantee you there's there may well be a subset. No. Oh, no, right. no. There is no chance in the world. No, you're right. Oh my god. You're right. No, Superman, never heard of him. Clark Kent? No, really? Okay. Fuck you. Oh no, I know who Clark Kent is. Fuck you. <laughs> I know who Clark Kent is, but not Superman. <laughs> now that that would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know that they're wow. fucking with you, but there's a chance. There's a chance they're not. Uh, this Superman no. guy sounds really cool, but but actually, you know what I wish? I wish he had like some a brooding friend who liked to dress as a bat. 
You know what I wish? I wish he had this, like, this thing that made him a little more vulnerable. You know, like, what's his kryptonite? Really? Cheesecake. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. It's everybody's kryptonite. He's the man of steel magnolias. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And there, perfectly formed, is the episode title. (laughs) That is worth not getting my segue to bully Brian for also fucking putting Batman on his list. Okay, do you. Shut up. Do you know why I put Action 1000 on here? Because it's the thousands issue. No, <laughs> because I specifically have been just writing. No, because uh, I specifically wanted to talk about that. Because uh, there's been a lot of confusion about Action Comics 1000 and the hardcover companion, which is no longer called Action, which Comics is no longer called that. But I wanted to clarify that for people. <laughs> That's why. That's you son of a bitch. <laughs> Do not call his mother that. She's a Yo, you're wonderful, fine. wonderful woman. Thank you very much. Yes. I love her very much. Um, so, to be clear, Action Comics 1000 is a completely separate thing than the hardcover companion that was called the hardcover companion for Action Number 1000. Now it's just called Superman Through the Ages, I think. It's called Action 80 years Comics, of Superman. 80 Years of Superman. Yeah, there you go. Um, so basically the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It was Action Comics Number 1000, 80 Years of Superman. Now it's just Action Comics, 80 Years of Superman. Right. It action includes comics, a bunch of stuff, but not, but, not what is, but not what is in the Action Comics 1000 issue. I can't believe That's people were confused by that. I I know who would be confused by that. <laughs> Fucking comics. Yes. Numbers. Okay, fine. Why? I'm still going to give you shit for putting fucking Batman on the list that we talk about every goddamn week. We almost made it through a week without talking about Batman. Almost. There's one, Very nearly. There's, there's, one, there's one reason why it's on here. He's now done. He's now finished with his stint in, with Superman. Booster Gold is moving on to Batman. That's why. That's it. Done. Okay. It's got booster gold. Okay. Done. I mean, See? That's a good reason to talk about it, but And that's it. That's almost, the only thing. We almost did it. We almost did it, Brian. <laughs> Cyborg number twenty one. Do you know why Cyborg number twenty one's on my list? I have no, no. idea. Because Marv Wolfman's taking over. Oh, acceptable. Ah, All right. I was okay. gonna say because he says booyah. Oh, booyah. <laughs> did not realize that. <laughs> yeah. They have uncancelled the book for Marv Wolfman to take it over. Okay. Nice. So that's why it's on there. I almost get the feeling at DC, like Marv Wolfman goes, you know, I wouldn't mind doing this. And they just kind of let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that they're like, we need to figure out how to write this character. But we're not successfully getting readers on it. How can, well, Marv Wolfman wrote it. We'll just get Marv to write it. Yeah. Eh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm going to jump back on it because of it. It clearly works. I hope it's good. Uh, Nightwing New Order trade paperback. Yeah, Ryan. just because we talked about this last week, the wrap up of it, um, and the trade is going to be out in April. So yeah. get it if you didn't read it. All right. It pains me that I had to give you this one because of how numbers work, and I didn't get to take it for myself. Yeah. But uh, Jen, tell me about Exiles. Oh no, you oh. can have that one. No, it was a Look, pretty big number. Saladina Mid. There we go. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that kinda all you need to know about New it? New Valkyrie. I don't even know. Yeah, Blink. Yeah, it's Age of Apocalypse Blink. Yeah. It's Iron Lad, which is a young version of Kang the Conqueror as a superhero. Mm-hmm. It is the what the the 
Oh, what's he called now? Um, the person that Nick... It's Nick Fury's unseen. new person. The, the Unseen. unseen. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Nick Fury having replaced the Dead Watcher. <laughs> yes. Um, the new Valkyrie based on Tessa Thompson's version of Valkyrie and Thor Ragnarok, which I didn't think I could be more excited than they announced that. Um, <laughs> and the Scotty Young Wolverine, Wolvie, who is invulnerable, not in the way Wolverine normally is, but is invulnerable in the way that cartoon characters are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the Roger Rabbit of... Yeah. yeah. And Somebody old, better be dropping a fucking piano, is all I gotta say. Old woman Kamala Khan. Yes. <laughs> Come on. You know she is salty as an old woman. Oh, I yeah. bet. But, but also has, like, really strong feelings about who should have hooked up in comics in the 80s. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Most definitely. Um... It's going to be so, so good. Yes, it is. All right, Brian. Yes? Uh, tell me about... Just picking all kinds of ongoings. All New Wolverine, number 33. Um, Speaking of old women version of characters. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. This is this yeah. is the beginning of the old woman Laura story. And you know what I love about this? Is that instead of Desolate Wasteland, it's an actual utopia. Yeah. Yes. And it's she's like, running it. And she's running it, yes. Um, uh, and uh, Gabby has taken over the uh, the title and the role of Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's gonna I mean, be how, cool, how can you I not read this? Because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever put an omnibus on this before, but I have good oh, reason. Fuck. I have good reason. One is... It's a very, very good book. And two is, it is cheaper as an omnibus than it is to get everything individual individual in the two volumes, because they're like 40 bucks each, because they're older trades. Grant Morrison's Seven Mm. Soldiers. Have either of you read this? Yes. This is very good. This is a weird series that was told across like six different miniseries. Each for different mystical characters, like Golden Knight is one. Shining Knight. Uh, Shining, Shining Knight. Knight, yeah. Uh, Clarion the Witch Boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardian. God, I can't even remember. Xanadu. Um, Madam Xanadu. Madam Xanadu. Or Zatanna. Zatanna. Oh, yeah, Zatanna. it is Zatanna, yeah. Whose magic is broken in this, and she remember. takes on yeah. this assistant who has her backwards magic powers to train. It's a weird book that everything overlaps and interconnects, and you see this. It's kind of like uh, it, kind of like multiversity. Yeah, yeah. it kind of yeah. tells things from different perspectives, but yeah. they all kind of interconnect. And you start yeah. seeing these different threats that show up in different places, and these names start repeating, and shapes of what's really happening become evident to you as the reader, even though no one in it has all the information to put things together. I never have finished reading this because it's so many books, but it's, I've got it all. It was all a lot of books, yeah. And the trade is only seventy-five bucks. Oh wow! It's MRP, like it's even cheaper on Amazon. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the, the the omnibus, I should say. Yeah, like it's cheaper than just buying the two trades. So damn is very good. Mm. Much Do recommend. The thing. Uh, Antar number one from IDW. Did either of you guys see this one? Uh, I saw it, but maybe. I didn't put it on my list. This one made my list. Honestly, because Saladin Ahmed has been tweeting about it a lot. <laughs> Damn um, it. Damn it. No, yeah. he likes it. Fuck. Okay. Um, this is based on, to the extent that sort of legendary historical figures are actual people and not, you know, 
and their stories don't sort of grow over time. Mm-hmm. But this is based on a historical figure, Antar, who was a pre-Islamic Arab poet warrior. Mm-hmm. Oh, is I, the do, way he I did described. read this. Yeah. Um, it's written by Nady Okorafor, and I may have messed that up. We garbled names on this show. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if I've never heard a name said out loud, then I always assume I'm saying it wrong. Yep. Um, this is this is my life. Uh, who is a Hugo Nebula fan- World Fantasy Award winning author. Like She's a novelist. Mm-hmm. She's a professor. She's a PhD. She is sort of of a literary world coming in to write this, her first comic. And it's, it's a comic adaptation of this guy, sort of like epic in the Odyssey, Iliad, epic Right, like, poem like epic poem, sense. like, yeah, yeah. or Dante's Inferno stuff. Or right, yeah. if you want to go yeah. uh, uh, Western European yeah. obsessed, it's uh, like a Shakespeare epic. It's like Pierre, or it's like, well, Pierre Gint's not Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> it's like, uh, Cymbeline, or uh, what's the other Shakespeare romance? There's another Shakespeare romance. It's going to drive me insane now because it's my favorite Shakespeare play. I just like watching Alex do this. Me oh, too. please help me. Let me out of this no. hell. Nope. Free me from nope. this hell. This is great. <laughs> Let me out of this, this hell hole. This is how we are entertained. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, it's so fun. Pericles, Prince of Tyre. <laughs> okay, there we go. There it is. <laughs> it's just so much fun. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say see if I recommend comics too, but you know what? I'm You're double downing still- on oh, that. Of no. course you are. Uh, no. I'm I'm looking for <laughs> not this. recommend comics. Hey uh-huh. Alex, you gonna stop breathing too? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Who says I breathe? <laughs> the recording. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and tell me about the hunt for Wolverine. Okay. So, but you have to do it entirely as uh, as Sean Connery. No, I don't. Um, so we, Wolverine's back. Wolverine's back, right? Hey, guys, Wolverine. He's yeah. back. He's not dead no more. Um, he got better. So this is pretty much everyone figuring out that Wolverine is back and trying to find him. It's called the hunt for Wolverine. That mm-hmm. wasn't a hard one. Right? Nope. Okay. They reached real far for this title. Cool. He's on a nuclear sub. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Does he crazy Ivan a 30-minute mark? (laughs) You think it takes that long? Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Um, This is a one-shot. This is not like a mini-series or anything. This is like, this is it. I thought this was a mini-series. Yeah, I thought it was a mini-series, too. Nope. It's a one-shot. Oh yeah, one shot. It's a one shot. Oh. He's right. It's right. Okay. Yep. And it's five ninety nine. Um yes, yeah, so this is written by Charles Soule. So right, yeah. f- just get it. You're gonna like it. Just get it. Just yeah. get it. Do it. Do the thing. Yeah. Uh much like City Hall, you can't fight Wolverine. Yeah. Rock and the art is Wolverine. David Marquez too, by the way, so you nice. know it's gonna be good. Yes. Brian. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Isola number one. Um, this is uh, Brendan Fletcher. And um, do, 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 um, Carl this Kershaw. is, yeah, this is uh, essentially a captain of the guard 
kind of um, it, it, it's like an old fantasy style captain of the guard betrays, but it's not really his fault. And the, all of the things that that leads into, um, and essentially, essentially it gets to, it gets to what they call a place known only as the myth of Isola, which is the land of the dead. Um, I'll be honest that the, 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 what caught me in the solicitations of this is the last part, um, which is um, it's rec- they say recommended for fans of Studio Ghibli or uh, people who are fans of Miyazaki. Yeah, have you seen the art for this book? Do you know why I put this on the thing? Because you've seen the art. <laughs> because for this I've book? seen the art for well, this book. Well, you just book. said the last yeah. sentence. Was yeah, guy, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yes, it, it is beautiful. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, so, and that's that's what put that's what put yeah. it on my list for me. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Mm-hmm. Captain America, number 700. Are you going to give me shit, too? The 700th issue of a book I mean, that we talk about all the time? I kind of want to, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, and it's fine. Um, so, wait. He's like Apollo, but no power? <laughs> well, less powers? And, and more wholesome? Even much, more wholesome, even more wholesome than, than Superman yeah. guy you tell me of? <laughs> not raised now, on wait, a farm. Wait, raised does, in New York and yet still more wholesome? But, wait, wait, does he know Clark Kent? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, he is Clark Kent. Um, so this wait, is, Captain America's Clark Kent? No. Yes, maybe. I've never seen them together in the same place. That's it's all true. I'm saying. Well, I have. Not in any current continuity. <laughs> so this is uh, Cap being re-unfrozen in a different time. <laughs> re-unfrozen. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited because it is Mark, Wa- Mark Wade and Chris Samney because that's a good, good pairing. Don't these um, future guys know that's how you get trichinosis? <laughs> Apparently they don't. They have they have ways of taking care of that in the yeah. future. Don't worry about um, it. So, <laughs> and in this new future that he wakes up in, um, he becomes the king of the land. He king is the America. lord of the land. No, that he's, doesn't he's sound king like Captain a more wholesome. America. That yeah. doesn't sound like a more wholesome person. But I'm just going to be king of the land. I don't, think he, I don't think he wants to be king. I think he is made king. I could be wrong. Um that but who would knows? make it make sense why he spent the last three issues of his series singing I just wait, can't wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is, is this idiocracy <laughs> was Captain America? <laughs> Except he's not stupid though. That's why he he's makes, still the smartest that's person. That's why he yeah, okay, becomes the king, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's an untold story with art by Jack Kirby. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, I'm super excited about that part in and of itself. How do you do that? You tell me. We okay. both know. <laughs> Okay, Brian. Okay, Alex. Domino number one. Uh, yeah, this is this is Domino. You know, mutant mutant assassin fame person. Uh, she's getting her own series, and I'm gonna pick up number one because it sounds like it yeah. could be cool. Yeah, I'm interested in this book. Yeah. Gail Simone is writing this. Yeah, I will say this person who wrote this solicitation. <laughs> maybe don't start with your first two words right. being sexualizing the character. Yeah, yeah. That was that was. I, I did bump on that a little bit. Yeah, I, like, I'm not going to hold that against the book itself. And look, right. it's it's fair. This is a character who is Sexy. often sexualized, and who <laughs> sometimes leverages that in a way yeah. that's perfectly fine and reasonable. But don't make that the first two words of your your advertising copy. <laughs> I mean, you might as well say, "Hey guys, tits." 
Or, hey, ladies. Do you know tits. what? I would or, like hey, that. Hey, non gender conforming people, tits. <laughs> I, I would like that better if they started the fucking solicitation. Hey, people, tits in this book. Yeah. I'm like I'm gonna put that on my list. Major First cleavage all, coming coming with this book. You gonna see some good booties. They're now I know they're talking to me. All right. Now now we have a rapport. You know you know what's really gonna be great? When Alex one implodes. day one day, thirty years from now, somebody's gonna be doing a podcast and they're gonna pull this out of the long box book report. How are the butts in this book? <laughs> And it's still going to be us talking about it. And it'll just it. be chef's kiss Jif beams directly into someone's brain. Such good. Because I tell podcasts That's we'll how work, work then, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 They'll just see my face going, yes. Debuts. <laughs> <laughs> that face I was making was actually me debating saying something snarky, but I'm not going to. Do it. Do it. We no, like snark. Okay, fine. No, I'm not nope. going to be nice this once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Is that all for sol- our solicitation? No. No. no we there are two more. Okay. We got this, Brian. We got this. Come on. We have a new creative team taking over Champions. And I'm not going to spend long on Champions because mm. we talk about it a lot. But I am a big fan of Jim Zub writing teen team books. And I am a big fan of Sean Zax's art. And I am 100% on board with this. This is more of a... Hey, don't be worried that the team's changing. It's right. in good hands. I would I would agree with that. Uh, we also have two characters added to the team. I'm not going to say <laughs> who here, <laughs> just in case you've managed to avoid that minefield, which I think we even did spoil last week. But <laughs> All I will say is Alex and I are happy. How's that? Yes. <laughs> and last one, Jen Venomized, number one. Yeah, so this is continuing the stuff that started in Venomverse yeah. and all that jazz. And all that jazz. Yeah. Um, apparently the... <laughs> Venom on Broadway. Hey! <laughs> oh, God. No. No, no Spider-Man <laughs> 2, too many Spider-Man. Enough people have died for this property. No. That would be the worst. Because you wouldn't know if they were injured, but you'd know that they were injured. <laughs> um, how, can we, how can we make Spider-Man turn off the dark more successful? Let's put them all in PVC cat suits. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, so apparently the poisons are really called clintars clintar Clintar. yeah is the planet that venom is from yeah as established by brian michael Bendis. but here's my thing like now they're all the same are they all the same what's going on this is why i'm confused the symbiotes are this was from brian michael bendis's guardians of the galaxy run the symbiotes are all of yeah. an alien race that. But the poisons too. Apparently. Okay. I mean, it's a big planet. I it's a be... planet by definition. For real, big. yeah, it's true. Um, I could be reading this wrong, but I don't think I am. Anyway, uh, apparently, Venom and the X Men are just still missing. So I don't know what they're gonna do here, but I'm excited because it's gonna be good. Yeah. Venomverse was really good, and there were a lot of. Good, good people who worked on it. And you said that the first chapter of the X-Men Venom crossover was good, too, last week? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Cool. Good, good. Cool. Yep. Yeah, they, as a matter of fact, they mentioned Clintar in that. So. Cool. Is it still good? <gasps> animosity number 12. Brian, go. Um, animosity number 12. Uh, they save the bees and, the bees and their companions. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Dark Knight's Metal number five makes some very on brand for us jokes, <laughs> and I'm breaking format to elaborate on that. First you should, off, as well, you should. I have because, a panel oh for Jen. Uh oh. This panel <gasps> is Diana holding the mace with the caption, "Huh, I could get used to you." <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. I read, I read that and I was like, oh shit, they wrote this panel for Panelology. <laughs> Additionally, she has been hanging out with Shiara in this. Like, oh, like, yes. Like, I, I wish we could just print that as the artwork for this That week. is the artwork for this week. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Additionally, Deathstroke has the line as he and Aquaman emerge into the center of the earth. Holy... Where in the hell did your chum hole take us, Aquaman? <laughs> chum hole, yes. Yep. Um, <laughs> later, after they've investigated, <laughs> keeps going. Aquaman. Uh, this is pages later. Mm-hmm. Aquaman mm-hmm. just allowed himself. What cursed deal did Arian strike to save our city? How was I unaware? Deathstroke. It's ancient fishery, pal. <laughs> Been there, done that. Sorry, uh, then I had to Hercules it. The greatest uh, Scott Snyder needs to write more Green Lanterns because his Hal Jordan as comic relief is Chef's Kiss. <laughs> chef's Kiss, the best. Um, in an early scene in the issue, uh, Hal in a prison cell, uh, being he's he's in the cell and Starro is keeping him from focusing enough to build a construct. Mm-hmm. He'll, he's trying to make a lock pick, and every time he starts to say pick, it veers off into lock pick kit fence, rock pick cool rock. He, just, he can't do it. <laughs> this guard shows up and turns out to be Martian Madhunter to let mm-hmm. him out. Hal, I'm gonna kick that space starfish's ass, John. Technically, he doesn't have an ass. <laughs> Hell, oh, believe me. A few pages later, you get the mental caption of Starro projecting his thoughts. Oh, it hurts. Mr. Terrific. I have seen many things across the universe, but that was new. (laughs) Hal, told you he had one. (laughs) Editorial box. Starro has five, actually. Don't ask. <laughs> Canonically, Starro has five assholes. <laughs> if you're wondering, Jim, why I was spending this much time and isn't still good going over this, because of that. So how were the five Starro buds? You don't, we don't actually see them. Aww. It's all fan art. It's the implication yes. <laughs> that he has five. Yes. Oh man! Anybody who's playing the drinking game at home. <laughs> there oh goes. boy! I, uh, did go don't on ask. and check, and real starfish do only have one. Yeah. <laughs> but alien conqueror starfish. Yes. Have five. <laughs> Starros have five assholes. You're welcome. Does that mean we need four more maces? <laughs> Yes. That's exactly what it means. Oh, that Green Lantern ring. That five at a time <laughs> is what a flail is for. Oh, I'd say a cat a flail, of nine tails, but you. then you wouldn't have you, four would be just not busy. Well then, you could double up on some, I guess. Yeah, I mean then you just have a mace and a cat of nine tails and two starrows. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> It's a uh, real Starro Bacchanalia. Harley Quinn 36, she's a big bat, still good. <laughs> Brian, silencer number one. 
Um, before I get this, was actually this is the first issue. This was better than I anticipated it was going to be. I actually enjoyed this quite cool. a bit, so I wanted to say that before we, uh, we yeah. get to it. Um, let's see. Um, if you have to revert to your old life as an assassin and kill somebody uh, right in the car behind your your small son, then having the power to silence it all is the right one to have. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Fouse, number 15. Uh, Jen? Oh, this is me? Yes. Um, um, Spiderling gets treated like an adult for once, and maybe sometimes the bad guys aren't the worst part of the world. Ama- uh, amazing Avengers. Wow. Avengers number 678. Uh, we learn who the first to fall is. Hmm. Hmm. And it wasn't the, no. the fake out ending. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't really expecting no. that. Jin, Despicable Deadpool number 293. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> this one was really fucking good, and I just want to talk about it for days. Rogue shows up to bring Deadpool in, which is fucking hilarious. And then Rogue is blinded by the light. Thermite light, to be specific. Ow. Ow, indeed. Yeah. Brian, Jean Grey, number 11. Um, much like her older counterpart, uh, young Jean Grey stands up to the Phoenix, uh, makes it out, and then meets a real shocking surprise on the last page. What a twist. Brian, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, number 16. Oh, man. Um, Purple Man is still a fucking asshole, but... Tells Jessica something on the last page that she certainly didn't expect to hear. Hmm. I'm having your baby. <laughs> well, actually, hang on. I know how this story starts. He does kind of have her baby. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Moon Knight number 191. Uh... Raw Sun King, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, that, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, takes himself a prisoner in his ongoing fight with Mark. But also, going back to my current theory about Mark's daughter, the first panel of this starts off with Know this, of the many gods that exist, there are but two gods, two great gods. This panel is directly over her crying. Mm hmm. Later on the same page, talking about the god that is a woman, she weeps for us, is another one of the ways describing this god. I'm telling you, his daughter's a god. His daughter yeah. is, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no way she's not. Um, that is that is all. Very good book. Uh, Brian. Yeah. Spider-Gwen, number 28. Um, we get the history of Earth-63's Matt Murdock. What about Earth 65's Matt Murdock? Oh, what did I say, 63? Yeah. yeah I meant 65. Uh, I'm too short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but two universes over, and they're all actually octopod. With five assholes. <laughs> yeah. 
which is weird. It's kind of Russian right. roulette if you go to grab one of the arms. You don't three know which. That's don't. right. Three of them don't. You don't know which three. You grab one of the wrong five, that's, though, and you're grabbing its butt. That's, that's kind of the excitement. That's, <laughs> just, but is it? No, okay. It is if you're the octopus. Well, and you're into that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing about Earth 63 octopi, <laughs> octopi, octopodes, octopodes, octopodes. <laughs> nope. They're all into that. Hey, all right. Hey, That's Brian. what's special about oh, that. Earth. Man, I've never been into tentacles, but I kind of want to visit that world. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, Brian. Yes. Star Wars, Doctor Aphra, number sixteen. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Much like Dark Nights, um, this story is all about a pointy, sparkly thing <laughs> that shouldn't, you shouldn't let stick you in the backside. <laughs> Did you guys hear that Barney the Dinosaur now runs a sex ring? I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Nope. Sex nope. ring is not really accurate. It's more like a massage parlor that guarantees happy endings. Nope. Nope. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. So, so Barney, so nope. Barney really does love you, and you yeah, love him. He actually, in the interview, said that it's all related. It's all from the same. You know, it's just. Uh, can you, okay, we're gonna stop this. <laughs> nope, Barney was my babysitter. We're gonna stop. No, no, no jokes about big purple lizards. <laughs> no. Except that's that is what I call it. So we're fine. About Barney's throbbing. No, <laughs> you're ruining it. <laughs> Am I? And so, and so, the story of babysitters is true once again. <laughs> You're bad. That's bad. You're bad. No, sir. Uh. Uh, last one from Black Mask uh, Eternal, which is like an original graphic novella. If you find a copy of this, grab it. It's seven, eight bucks. It's very good. It was written originally as a one shot about this Viking lady who. Just leads a bunch of badass Viking women and is trying to stop this evil mage. Hmm. And it became sort of a graphic novella because he wrote this, the, the writer wrote the script for a specific artist who just added pages and added pages, really <laughs> take the time and work out the pacing nice. and make it this. It's just, it's like word count wise a really quick read, but it's full of just beautiful art and it's so well paced and it does a great job of storytelling. So I, I really recommend it. Cool. That's more than a sentence, but it's a not, it's a graphic novel. I'm not beholden to that any more cool. than Brian was beholden to it for silencer. Yeah. It's not the last one though. It's Detective not? comics annual. Oh, um, shit. it is, it one. is our current backstory for Basil Karloff. Yes. Yeah. Carlo. 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 Sorry. There's a lot of Karloff mentioned. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the tie-in with the old movie monster yes. stuff. It was very good. Beautiful. Alex didn't like it. It was good. It's not that I didn't like it. <laughs> it's that it's a pale, it's... pale twin to beautiful. Yeah. the it's beautiful, that, beautiful. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that I didn't need it, and I didn't need it to be an annual. Yeah. But if you liked it, I get it, and I'm not knocking yeah. it. Yeah. It's fine. I thought it was okay. I just... It was to me, like it was not Deathstroke or, or Flash for me this week. Yeah. It was, yeah, okay, acceptable yeah. for those of us who did were not in the continuity and reading when Feet of Clay came out. Though this was good. That was Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. I, well, okay, fine. But. Hell yeah, and it was great. 
I get that. But, but for but for the comics, this was right. really good too. Anybody know what time it is? Uh, yep. The long box. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. The no. correct answer was it's tool time. <laughs> uh-huh. So I had apparently what is an issue in a series called One Shot Parody Issue. Oh, is I it? do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Jmin number one. Okay. Which is the story of the resurrection of Black Jean, <laughs> who does have the letters BJ on her chest. Oh, so this is the resurrection of <laughs> yeah BJ. Okay, the resurrection of Jean Black. No, um, Black Jean. No, Jean Black is her name when no. she's possessed well, by the evil the cosmic entity. So she dumb. becomes Black Jean. So dumb. <laughs> because Jean Black, Black Jean, and Mandolin Pryor are all in this. Mandolin Pryor. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty. I I had the same problem as you, and I really thought that bitch was topless. Yeah, that bitch is Charles Xavier. Well, not Charles, but Professor Xavier, Miss Xavier. Okay. Um, oh wait, so she's just Miss? She's not even a professor? Come on! I mean, they call her professor, but they also Acceptable. the text box introduction to her is Miss Xavier. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. There are some problematic moments in this parody comic. Imagine. From the- Get out of town! No. Um, there's. I'm not going to let Jin see the page with the murder clown bot on it. Oh, thank you. But it is throwing a pie at Wolverine. Much of the violence in this book is done with pies to the face. <laughs> well, that's good, though. That's fun. Wholesome, even, if the rest isn't. Sure. <laughs> um, if you're into whipped cream, it's something else. <laughs> hey. Most and of if you're lactose book, intolerant, it's something else, too. <laughs> most of this book is very X-Men Sexy. of the era, but with names changed to synonyms mm-hmm. for names that sound like for instance Kurt is now Bert and instead of Nightcrawler he's Inchworm <laughs> that's cute I'm sorry Earthworm <laughs> Inchworm is something else with never <laughs> um, let me tell you what whoever Storm Lady is over there that's Oreo. not that's Oreo <laughs> So you did. I did you say, did say it was very problematic. Um, yeah. Also, that's not how boobs work at all. Even even implants, that's not how they work. That is so bad. So oh man, this book. I don't even know so if I can hear bad. more. Oh, okay, get through this because that's real not cool. I will say this is not the worst thing I pulled out of that box. Oh man. Um, and one of my favorites. Look, I know I've made a little bit of a little bit of fun of Storm already in this episode. I, I have nothing against Storm. Yeah. I do have some problems with Storm, written in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, and she <laughs> is the character who talks in giant balloons and thinks has giant speech, but like everyone else is actually pretty concise. She takes up half a panel with everything she says. Okay, um, which is period accurate. Yeah. Uh, she does get a haircut and change her name to Typhoon and decide she hates plants. In case you're curious about that. I mean, it wasn't, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, she does, when she gets her mohawk, use the phrase, I pity the fools. Which, uh, like I said, some problematic material. No, that's pretty so, funny, though. I would so, do that. So, so basically, she got a new haircut because she broke up with Poison Ivy and now hates plants. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did they use her cutting her hair as symbolism for her being crazy? No. Good, then I, I don't is, like that it when is they one do of that. So. Many personality changes in this that are caused by Black Jean coming back to life. 
right. Um, it's also <laughs> worth noting that because this will come back up later, uh, as Professor Xavier is now a woman, Lilandra is Jimmy Andra, leader of the shooter and ask questions later race instead of the Shi'ar race. Yes. Um, okay then. The, it pays off. It, it is actually worth going through this book in a little more detail because there is this whole thing. Well, mostly just kind of okay. Yes, that is like lazy like, parody. Of like what's mad, going on mad, co- mad magazine parody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wolverine is also a woman and also very nipply. Just all the all the men all the men who are now women are very nipply. Okay. A consistent thing. So is the adamantite heart? <laughs> um, uh, Mad Maxine, the human Wolverine. Okay. Uh, was recently jilted by a Japanese businessman, Logan Run. Logan Run. <laughs> that's pretty funny, though. Like that's pretty funny. Uh, eventually. We cut to Cyclops, and I am not a Cyclops fan. I have never been, and likely never will be. I, I like the way Bendis wrote him, but I'm not a big Cyclops person. Um, so I am delighted to report that his name is now Scott Bummers. Oh, <laughs> And his entire thing is being completely indecisive. Thereby explaining how he's in love with Gene Black and married to Mandolin, who has their child, and also debating, you know, hooking up with Black Jean now that she's back. So he's just Scott Summers. So he's Scott Summers. Yeah. Yes. That's he didn't change. <laughs> no. But it's not presented as great leadership. No. Um, no, because it's not. He decides he cannot make up his mind. He will do what always helps him. What always helps delay the making of decisions, he's going to take a nap. (laughs) And when he wakes up, all three of them are in his bedroom. And he freaks out and shoots two of them with his eye beams, killing them. (laughs) Which, you know, the nap nap worked. Solved his problem. (laughs) Unfortunately, the one left was Black Jean, who... You do get some butt there, and I will say, Jen, other than the one joke that this entire book is built to build up to... Is the best thing about this are the butts. Oh, the butts, are, the butts nice. are very good butts. So flip through it for the butts. Yes. Um, there's okay. some stuff with Magneto, who is now Hagneto, <laughs> and looks like Popeye uh, on his island. And well, spinach is strong in iron. It is as, they, iron. <laughs> as they prepare to leave, the Skipper and Gilligan do get the boat together so they can finally all get off the island. There's also a page with someone telling Ronald Reagan about an impending uh, black hole that will eat the entire world that never gets revisited. But there's a like quarter panel lo- or quarter page long text box explaining that it will never. Oh, be so right it right. was an X Men comic from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Ronald Reagan is like, "It's all right. We'll let the poor people handle it." The consistent running thing through Can here. Can we is, sell it guns? Well, they decide they'd better call Nancy and let her figure out what to do. <laughs> Um, Consult the astrologist. <laughs> the, the underwriting thing here is making fun of Chris Claremont, which I imagine is not common of the time, given the way that fans of comics are normally so open to changes to continuity <laughs> and storytelling. <laughs> uh. So, to get to the, the joke, the, the joke that this entire book is set to build, 
they prepare to meet Black Jean as she has just murdered Cyclops. <laughs> and their big plan is, well, there are so many mutants now that we can just call all the mutants. And as they approach the house, waiting for everyone else to arrive, they see the figure whose arrival means that death is coming. Which would be whom? Play with me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Watcher is what you're saying. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, right. okay. And, and the looker. Y- yeah. Yes. No. Jessica Fletcher. Because whenever she shows up, someone always dies. <laughs> Damn. Which is how they know Scott's probably already dead. <laughs> Damn. Which is what leads them to call Jimmy Andra and the shooter, and ask questions later, Empire, to help. Because whenever someone dies, they can just bring him back to life. (laughs) And along with the shooter tribe arrives the most talented doctor in the Schwinn universe, Dr. McCoy. Oh, Dr. McCoy. Bones. (laughs) Come on. Oh my god. Bones McCoy from Star Trek. Okay. Who, and here's the joke. Are you ready for the joke that this entire thing built to? (laughs) No. I mean, I don't know if I am, but I thought I had been before. So, yes. All right. Sure. Yeah. Prince of the Shooter Empire asks Bones, how's Scotty? He's dead, Jim. (laughs) Jim Shooter? Really? His name is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm so sorry that you had to put up with that. <laughs> they do, I will say for anyone who is, is is unsure, they do eventually defeat Black Jean by creating so many new mutants that there's just not space for her in comics anymore and she is pushed <laughs> She's into pushed the gutter of- and into oblivion. <laughs> oh no. Oh, so X-Men. <laughs> so, so can mutant- Gwynpool bring her back? <laughs> this is what I'm wondering. <laughs> I imagine that in the May solicitation, someone will revive one-shot parody issue with Gwyn saving Um Let's Black see, Jim. it would have to be... Um, uh, Gwynpool, or... <laughs> I don't know. Gwynspa? Gwynspa, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Where right. is the die? It's, it's right, right here in front by of your you, hand. Yep. Of, uh, On whom there. may there I go. inflict this? Call, n- name call numbers. Them. Name the numbers. Jen is one, Brian's two. Mm, it's going to be me. Yep. Fuck. Talk about rocks. Rocks. <laughs> Cornerstone of society? And buildings. Or sleeper agent designed to kill you? Let's look at the facts. Since the dawn of man, people have been bludgeoning other people with rocks. This is true. However, you can't blame the rocks. you got to blame the people. That is true. <laughs> that but if you face. didn't have rocks... Oh my rocks, god, that face. <laughs> the rocks we're talking about, I mean, you're having to hoist a rock. You can't just sling millions and millions of rocks at people in the course of an hour. You're not firing hundreds of rocks of minutes. I'm telling you, you need better rock legislation. Okay. Do it right. <laughs> I was good until Brian said the weird thing that made it political. I was going it, somewhere and he derailed me. So As go to Rock Hounds and Relics on oh, Lemon that, Street yes. and Ackworth. 
Are there background checks for your rock purchases? And do not, do not kill people with the rocks you buy. Don't. That's on you if you do. Don't See? fucking that's do it. That's what I said. All right, so Alex, what have you done to me? This is the one that's put in backward for me. Oh, you're going to be so happy. Oh, God, am I, though? It was, you are. It was put okay. in backwards for her. Really? So this is one that we found that I knew it's a writer she likes and a book I've read, and I knew it would probably be a good pull for her. Oh, okay. Oh, so I put it in right. backwards and all forbade right. her from... She didn't know any of that. She just knew it was there for her and that it was backwards. Yeah. Okay. It is... Oh, okay. It's Morning Glories. Yay! Yeah. It's Nick Spencer. <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It is an actual good one, hopefully. Yeah, I've read the first one. Yes. Good. All right. Oh, okay. I'm so happy to do one that I'm gonna like. Yeah. Um, well, we, I want you probably, yeah. probably. Well, you know what? So uh, this has been the streak of odd because I got a bad one, Alex got a good one, and now uh, you got a good one. Well, hold now on. Oh. You're skipping right there in the middle. No. Of this. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> that was that was an in between kind of uh, that, yes, but then so clearly I think after this we're gonna go back to me getting the good books and you guys getting the awful ones. No. No, I need unless, to get all the good unless the wheel has turned. No, uh, no, it's not. No, nope. reverse polarity. Come no. on, <laughs> proud Mary keeps on burning. All right, so uh, morning glories is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, morning glories number right. one. Thank God. All right, cool. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, little skirts. So that's gonna be it's gonna be good and good. I'm thinking. Well, those are teens, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Our theme music is the spontaneous soccer union by the fish who saved the planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. I don't know why I said that word that way, boo-boo. <laughs> voiceover. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, boo-boo. You want to voice over a podcast? <laughs> we are available on podcatchers everywhere. Okay, and in your you picnic can, you can type basket? You can stop now. <laughs> I don't know, Yogi. You could also listen at panelologypodcast.com. <laughs> if Justin Timberlake can fucking do it, I can. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> no. Actually. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm fairly certain he's done a lot of things you haven't done. <laughs> okay, fine. But you want to know who took sexy away in the first place? <laughs> so you watch it. <laughs> He did do that earlier in the episode, okay. so it's proven. He did it. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. Oh, and heaven help me, I'm Brian. <laughs> Better watch your sexy back.